0: Good morning everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. It is December 4th. Hope you guys had a great weekend as we head into this full week for our first full week of December. Um, We'll look and see how the markets performed last week and what we can look at for this week. Hey, Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before he does that, though, let's not forget that there are a lot of things that you and I, we just cannot control. However, you can take control of your portfolios by controlling the amount of risk you have in there. You need to know what that risk is and you need to know what that risk should be based on your current circumstances. That's exactly why we developed the Core Retirement Design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 for our Core Retirement Analysis. With that, we got Dave coming up next.
1: One-oh. 5.7, 5.7, light FM, Paula Abdul with her Coca-Cola cup there. It's uh, 75 now, foggy around our town. It's 840, and it's time to check in on your money and find out what Wall Street's doing to you, for you, or with you this morning. We do that every morning with the resources of Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring, who is, as usual, on the phone. Philip, good morning. How was your weekend?
0: Hey, good morning, Dave. Hey, it's a good weekend this weekend. Uh, You know, FSU won on Saturday. However, Sunday was a little disappointing, right? They got left out of the national championship uh, run. But –
1: when those rankings came out, I was going to say I thought I might have heard you cuss for the first time in our <laughs> long association. <laughs> Let's face yeah. it, the Knowles got screwed. I mean, you know, even Gator fans got to feel bad about that. You go undefeated, you win the ACC title. First Power Five conference undefeated contender in the history of the playoffs to not make it into the final four. I'm sorry. That's a shafting of the first order.
0: Yeah. yeah, I I agree. And it's hard to believe that, you know, you you hate to make history that way, right? You'd like to make it a different Uh, way.
1: Yeah. That's not exactly what you want. But on the other hand, uh, Georgia kind of got upset by Alabama and you guys get Georgia in the orange bowl. And that is going to be one heck of a game come the 30th of December.
0: That it will be. That will be. That will, uh, you know, if we can pull that one off, that'll have people shaking their heads.
1: It'll Kind of uh, add a little bit of salve to the pain. Hey, starting out the morning, let's uh, back up to Friday for a minute because a really, really good November appeared to continue into the first of December. Dow was up by 295 points on Friday. S&P was up by 27. Nasdaq was up by 79. I mean, everything's coming up roses all of a sudden. And I got a listing of the uh, biggest months in the history of the Standard and Poor's 500. November of 23 was the th- 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 seventh biggest gaining month in the history of the Standard & Poor's 500, up 8.92%. And I look at the six months that were ahead of it. I'm looking at 2020, 2009, number one coming out of the 8 crash and coming out of the pandemic. I mean, this was one heck of a month last month for the broad-based indexes, wasn't it?
0: It really was, Dave. And um, it'll be interesting to see how we can finish out the year and what direction we continue to go. I I know this morning we are getting a little bit of a pullback, uh, but you would expect that after the numbers we saw on Friday.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't you know, you've got to take a profit-taking day once in a while but you know we're coming up on the Federal Reserve open Market committee meeting next week the 12th and the 13th uh, the market seems plenty resilient uh, where it's a job week this week where you get payroll information almost every day except for today but kind of in advance of the Friday jobs report I got another chart here showing uh, total non-farm payroll jobs added over the last uh, over the prior month and there's a pretty steady day downward trend since january of 22 uh the fed's doing what it planned on doing cooling off the employment market now we get to find out tomorrow uh whether or not the openings are still 10 times as many as the people looking for jobs with the jolts report tomorrow
0: yeah and that will be important that's at about 10 o'clock tomorrow so that yeah how many openings do we have because dave that kind of lies into this right we've got spotify um actually gonna reduce their uh, their their workforce by seventeen percent. That's a cut that's about fifteen hundred jobs, they say. I mean that's that's a big number.
1: Absolutely. You know, I wouldn't want to be California right now with that big tech hub in California because all those companies that laid on workers so heavily over the last five years, they're starting to get judged like a normal company now. And they're saying, whoa, we're really fat in the payroll department. It seems all the major layoffs that we read about, uh, probably 75, 80 percent of them are over in the tech sector,
0: well, it is because one of the articles I read said, you know, over the last five years, um, tech has really overhired. And now they're figuring that out when they start looking at their bottom line and what people are doing. And so they're starting to, that's why they're starting to cut people down now because, hey, revenue starting to fall off a little bit, profits are getting squeezed. So they, they're trying to figure out ways to enhance those things. And, And let's face it, labor force is a big part of the expense category. And Spotify, really, the stockholders are liking this because it's up almost 6.5% this morning.
1: Yeah, and uh, eventually, every company that goes public in the process, whether they're a high-tech, glamour company or otherwise, sometimes the investors start saying, whoa, wait a minute. We aren't going to buy 55 and 60 to one price earnings ratios forever. Start behaving like a real company. And uh, well, the way you do that is to run a little bit leaner.
0: Yep. That's right. So that's what you have to do. (laughs)
1: Yep. You go public, you're going to end up uh, standing up to standard measurements and 55 and 60 to one price earnings ratios. Don't work on the S and P and the Dow, even though you might get away with them for five or 10 years on NASDAQ. Well, One other stat as far as the overall index is, uh, you know, the Santa Claus rally, thinking it might be behind us in November. Got to keep in mind, December is traditionally the second best month of the S&P, dating all the way back to 1945. So are you optimistic for the rest of December or are you pessimistic?
0: You know, I don't know what way to fall right now because we're seeing some some big numbers across the board. I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think the Dow – hit an inner day high on Friday.
1: It could have because there was a little upsy-downsy going on during the day and we were only about 300 points away from the all-time record when we closed on thir- uh, – Yep, yeah, could be. We closed at 36, 245, and I think when I checked the numbers, it was like 280 was the uh, all-time record. That could be kind of so cool if we close that,
0: that eye. Well, maybe it didn't quite get there. It says the day's range was up to thirty six thousand two fifty-seven. So maybe we didn't quite get there
1: and i don't remember what i came up with for the all-time high closing uh, when we talked about it on friday but we're we're definitely in nosebleed territory which is kind of interesting Because i mean there are some blemishes on the recovery as it goes you found an interesting statistic on uh, on, home, on 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 people withdrawing from their iras and their 401k's didn't you
0: I did. And this deals specifically with uh, 401ks because, uh, you know, from 401ks, you can take a hardship withdrawal. And they were the article was pointing out that uh, typically like in 2022, the um, third quarter number for all employees across the country in 401ks, 1.8 percent of them took out a hardship withdrawal. That number went yeah. up a half a percent to like 2.3% for the third quarter of 2023. So more and more people are dipping into that 401k for hardship withdrawals. That doesn't include borrowing because the other thing you can do is borrow against your 401k. And that doesn't even include the people that are dipping in to borrow um, against their 401k.
1: And that's an indication that the economy. Well, we could, like we say, we always hope for the soft landing, but there's definitely some slowdowns that some families are feeling. I got another one that kind of dovetails off of that. Uh, stat out this morning: home buyers are relying less on relative gifts for down payment. Mom and dad don't have the money to be able the kid to give the kids the 15000 dollars for a down payment on their house. They're saying that in today's housing market, and we'll get another mortgage report out midweek this week, today's market is mostly made up of high-income buyers that are more self-sufficient, and that partially explains why we've been kind of an anomaly over here in Highlands County, because we've got so many retirement people and people taking equity out of homes they've sold on the coast. Moving in here, they've got the down payment, but the traditional market structure, that first-time home buyer very often is getting money as a gift from Mommy and Daddy, and evidently Mommy and Daddy don't have it anymore.
0: Yep, and that's that's a, a your good point. And specifically, you you've seen that, right? We've seen people that that just can't afford the down payments anymore, and 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 so that becomes a problem when we start Absolutely. start trying to buy a new house.
1: Absolutely. In one of those doldrum weeks, that people can't tell, on Monday, we're ruminating about all the reports that come out over the weekend that are worth talking about. There aren't very many earnings due out this week, as we're pretty much at the end of earnings season. But it's going to be a fairly busy week in terms of reports. A little later on today, we're going to get a factory order report. They're expecting factory orders in this country to go down by 2.7 percent this month over prior figures. Tomorrow we get that job openings report we were talking about, mortgage applications on Wednesday and the private sector employment out of ADP. Thursday we're going to get the, uh, the bookend to the job openings number we get. Tomorrow we get the job cuts year over year and the initial jobless claims. And then on Friday, because of the way the month started, we're going to get that fabled national unemployment rate. So there's a lot of junk going on this week. This is pretty much the one really quiet day out of the week.
0: It, it is, and let's talk about the S and P 500 for a minute, Dave, because it's a changing again. Um yep, yep. I'm I'm leaning here and saying that uh, three companies are going to be replaced. There are Sealed Air, Alaskan Air Group, and Solar Technology, Techni- Solar Edge Technologies, are all going to be kicked out of the S and P 500. And they're bringing a solar in solar
1: companies. Get a solar companies getting thrown out. I thought they were the growth industry that was going to go crazy.
0: Yeah, you know that's what well. happens sometimes. And now we're going to have Uber Technologies comes in, Jabil comes in, and Builders First Source comes into the S and P 500.
1: I, I just I still remain amazed that a rideshare company like Uber got big enough to be a Standard and Poor's 500 company. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. So that's Longer. pushing some of those up.
1: But yeah, the uh, longer I live, the less I know for sure. I never would have put a plug nickel on that being a business idea that would have worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, resetting the table. It was an up day at all the major indexes on Friday. Actually, it was a pretty doggone good day with the Dow up eight tenths of a percent. 45 minutes before we open this morning. What are we looking at today, Philip?
0: Like I said earlier, we've got red ink pretty much across the board, and some of it's getting pretty substantial right now. We've got the, the Dow 30 down about four tenths of a percent, SP 500 is down almost six tenths of a percent, and the NASDAQ 100 down three quarters of a percent. So we are getting some pushback uh, from Friday's numbers. On the other side of the coin, we've got a lot, a lot, a lot of red ink over there as well. Uh, silver down 1.1% to $25.57 an ounce. Gold um, down six-tenths of a percent to $2,077. Let me just mention that I think gold hit a new high at over 2100 uh on Friday, interday. And then uh, gold, I mean, uh, crude oil, we have the black gold stuff, down uh, almost nine-tenths of a percent today, $73.43 a barrel.
1: It's good for the gas pumps, anyway. You can probably guess that the thing with the crude oil comes out of uh, pessimism for the China's economy, because as I look at the foreign markets, uh, the Asian rim, most of them were up, except for the mainland Chinese, the Hong Kong, and the, uh, let's see, the Shenzhen composite as well on the mainland China. They're off considerably. The rest of the Asian rim mostly up. Over in Europe, I got kind of a namby-pamby day going on. We got a lot of fractional decreases, probably because because our futures markets, Tend toward being what the uh, European markets follow until we open up in the morning. Halfway through their day, the uh, overall composite in the European community is down by about a quarter of a percent halfway through their day. Getting a uh, retirement plan that works, get growth where I can, and protect myself from losses. That sounds like a good rule of thumb. How do I find you to get that rule implemented?
0: Exactly, Dave. That's why we create the core retirement design to help folks design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call. 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730
1: and 95.3 FM. And back again tomorrow with more information about what's likely to happen to your money tomorrow. Philip, thank you. I thank you so much and you have a good day. All right.
0: All right. Talk to you tomorrow.
1: well, it's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler.
0: You can't. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.